Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet, and I will read for you today, this new week. And we have Sunday, the 11th of February, or the 2nd of Adar 1 on the Hebrew calendar. This new week, we have a new parasha, and it's called Truma, and that means heave offering. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 25, verse 1 through verse 16. Please join me in thanking and blessing the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus. 25. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Tell Bnei Israel to take up an offering for me. From anyone whose heart compels him, you are to take my offering. These are the contributions which you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze. Blue, purple, and scarlet cloth. Fine linen and goat hair. Ram skins dyed red, seal skins, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and setting stones for the ephod and for the breastplate. Have them make me a sanctuary, so that I may dwell among them. You are to make it all precisely according to everything that I show you the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the furnishings within. Just so you must make it. Now they are to make an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits in length, one and a half cubits wide, and a cubit and a half high. You are to overlay it with pure gold inside and out, and make a crown of gold around it. You are to cast four rings of gold for it and place them in its four feet. Two rings will be on one side and two rings on the other side. Also make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. 
you are to put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark in order to carry the ark. The poles are to remain in the rings of the ark and not be taken from it. You are to put the testimony which I will give you into the ark. That was Exodus or Shemot 25, 1 through 16. And now we have our portion from the prophets. Today we will read 1 Kings or Melachim Aleph chapter 19. Then Ahav told Isabel all that Eliyahu had done and how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. Then Isabel sent a messenger to Eliyahu saying, So let the gods do to me and worse if by this time tomorrow I don't make your life like the life of one of them. Frightened, he got up and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba, which belongs to Yehuda, he left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom bush. He prayed that he might die. It's too much, he said. Now, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then he lay down and slept under the broom bush. Then, behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. So he looked, and to his surprise, there by his head was a cake, baked on the hot stones, and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again a second time, and touched him, and said, Get up and eat, because the journey is too much for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and in the strength of that meal, forty days and forty nights went to Horeb, the mountain of God. When he arrived there at the cave, he spent the night there. Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Eliyahu? I have been very zealous for the Lord's va'ot, he said. For the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and slain your prophets with a sword. And I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it. Then he said, Come out and stand on the mount before the Lord. Behold, the Lord was passing by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and shattering cliffs before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire there was a soft whisper of a voice. As soon as Eliyahu heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle, went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then all of a sudden a voice addressed him and said, What are you doing here, Eliyahu? I have been very zealous for the Lord's va'ot, he said, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and slain your prophets with a sword, and I alone am left 
They are seeking to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you get there, anoint Hazael, king of Aram, and anoint Yehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, of Avel Mehullah, as prophet in your place. It shall come to pass that whosoever escapes from the sword of Hazael, Yehu will slay, and whoever escapes from the sword of Yehu, Elisha will slay. Yet I have preserved seven thousand in Israel whose knees have not bowed to Baal and whose mouth has not kissed him. So he departed from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, while he was plowing with twelve pairs of oxen before him, and he with the twelve. Then Eliyahu crossed over to him and threw his mantle on him. So he left the oxen and ran after Eliyahu, saying, Let me please kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Come back, he said to him. For what have I done to you? So he returned from following him, and took the pair of oxen, and sacrificed them, and boiled their flesh with the oxen's yoke gear, and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose, went after Eliyahu, and became his attendant. That was Kings, First Kings 19. And now we have come to our portion of the writings, and we will read Psalm 110. A Psalm of David The Lord declares to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will extend your mighty rod from Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will be a freewill offering in a day of your power. In holy splendors from dawn's womb, yours is the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and will not his mind. You are a Kohen forever according to the order of Melchizedek. My Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings in the day of his wrath. He will judge among the nations, heaping up corpses. He will crush heads over the entire land. He will drink from a stream along the way, so his head will be exalted. That was Psalm 110. Our last portion from the Apostolic Writings will today be John or Yohanan chapter 6, Verse 1 through verse 36. Afterwards, Yeshua went away to the other side of the Sea of Galil, also known as the Sea of Tveria. A large crowd kept following him because they were watching the signs he was performing on the sick. Then Yeshua went up the mountainside and sat down there with his disciples. Passover the Jewish feast was near. Lifting up his eyes and seeing a large crowd coming to him, Yeshua said to Philip, Where will we buy bread for those 
so these may eat. Now Yeshua was saying this to test him, for he knew what he was about to do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii isn't enough to buy bread for each to get a little bit. One of his disciples, Andrew, Shimon Kepha's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what is that for so many? Yeshua said, Make the people recline. There was much grass in the area, so the men reclined, about five thousand in number. Then Yeshua picked up the loaves, and having given thanks, he distributed bread to everyone who was reclining. He did the same with the fish, as many as they wanted. When the people were full, Yeshua said to his disciples, Gather up the leftovers so nothing is wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with broken pieces from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had finished eating. When the people saw the sign that Yeshua performed, they began to say, This is most certainly the prophet who is come into the world. Realizing that they were about to come and seize him by force to make him king, Yeshua withdrew again to the mountain, himself alone. Now when evening came, Yeshua's disciples went down to the sea. Getting into a boat, they set out to cross the sea toward Capernaum. But now it had become dark, and still Yeshua had not come to them. A great wind began to blow, stirring up the sea. After they had rowed about twenty-five or thirty stadia, they catch sight of Yeshua walking on the sea, approaching the boat. They were terrified. Yeshua said to them, I am. Don't be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and right away the boat reached the shore where they were headed. The next day, the crowd remaining on the other side of the sea realized that no other boat had been there except the one, and that Yeshua had not gone into the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Some other boats from Tveria came close to the place where they had eaten the bread after the Master had given thanks. So when the crowd realized that neither Yeshua nor his disciples <clears throat> Excuse me. So when the crowd realized that neither Yeshua nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and set off for Kfarnachum to find him. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said, Rabbi, when did you get here? Yeshua responded to them, Amen, Amen, I tell you. You seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate all the bread and were filled. Don't work for food that spoils, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has put the seal of approval. Then they said to him, What shall we do to perform the works of God? Yeshua answered them, This is the work of God to trust in the one he sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you perform 
so that we may see and believe you. What work do you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. Out of heaven he gave them bread to eat. Yeshua answered them, Amen, Amen, I tell you. It isn't Moshe who has given you bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the one coming down from heaven and giving life to the world. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread from now on. Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I told you that you have seen me, yet you do not believe. That was John, Yohanan 6, 1 through 36. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read 2 Timothy 1, 2 Timothy chapter 1 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a great new week, a blessed new week with the Lord and with His Word. Shavuot Tov and Shalom from Israel. Until next time.